G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. 2020, bringing a biblical perspective on life, culture and current events. Weekdays on UCB's Vision Radio Network. Find out more at vision.org.au. I wonder if you ever spend much time thinking about one of the Ten Commandments, which was about keeping a Sabbath day. Because in Christian churches, there's a tendency not to keep what was a Hebrew-style Sabbath day, which would go from evening on a Friday to uh, evening on a Saturday. Because these days, in Christianity, Christians typically meet on a Sunday, and they talk about the first day of the week and devoting that time to God. But let's talk about the Sabbath today and discuss what meaning it has for us when we reflect on... What is one of those Ten Commandments and what benefits there might be for us today? Natasha Moore, who's a research fellow at the Centre for Public Christianity, back with us. Hello, Natasha. Welcome back to 2020. Hi, Neil. Thanks for having me. Natasha, good to talk to you. Let's talk about the Sabbath, not on the controversial issue of when you should have a rest, uh, as in getting legalistic about what times and things like that, but let's talk about the value that God might have intended when he said you should have a Sabbath rest. Yeah, I think it's really interesting that, uh, firstly, it's it's the fourth command out of those ten, the famous Ten Commandments, um, which means that it comes before anything to do with murder or sex or property, theft. It's, it's up there. Uh, the, the fourth thing that God tells his people that they need to do is to take a holiday one day out of every seven. Um, and the other thing that the command does is it points back to creation. It says that you should rest because God created And on the seventh day, he rested. So it really grounds the idea of having a Sabbath rest, not in, you know, some arbitrary cultural thing for the Israelites, but in the way that God made the world and the way that God made us. So I think even though Christians don't believe that the Old Testament law applies to us in the same way that it did to um, ancient Israel, uh, I think we would ignore the wisdom that it contains at our peril. But there's something um, innate to the way that we're made that means that we function best uh, if we follow this approximate six days of work and one day of rest pattern. You're saying it would be a real mistake for Christians to say only nine out of the Ten Commandments matter. (laughs) So let's come to what value there is Mm. in taking that one day out of seven and devoting that day to our understanding of God and maybe even uh, understanding what we're doing in our own lives, like resetting priorities. How, how important is it to actually take that day and do something with it that will actually enhance our lives? I think that there are so many benefits to Sabbath, and the more that I practice it and experiment with it in my own life, the more benefits I find. Um, and some are obvious and some are less expected I think so obviously the main thing that it does if it is it gives us time to rest from our work uh, and if we 
I mean, our, our society, our culture is a bit obsessed with work. We're obsessed with efficiency. We're obsessed with productivity and getting things, things done and achieving things. Um, and if we're constantly doing that, then that's been very clearly shown to be bad for our health, for starters, bad for our relationships, bad for our mental well-being. Um, so I think it puts work in its proper place and says, you know, you'll come this far and no farther um, and work is not my life. Uh, so it restores that kind of balance between work and life, as we say. Um, but it also does things like, teaches us to be more humble. Um, I think in that sense, it's a bit like sleep. So what we're doing when we go to sleep each night, uh, whether we acknowledge it or not, is that we're saying actually for the next eight hours, ideally, I'm, I'm not going to get anything done and the world is going to get by without me. Uh, and that's going to be okay. My work is not so important that I need to do it every hour of every day. And setting a day aside um, where we aren't trying to make something of our lives and trying to achieve something and trying to be something, where we're just relaxing and enjoying the good things that we've been given, um, I think that that really creates a different attitude in us in the way that we approach the other days as well. It can really transform our whole week. I guess having a rest is going to do good things for us physically and mentally. Uh, but when you've got the situation where you were working for six days and you have one day off in the week, and typically that would be a day where you would worship God, that would be the idea, I guess, of having the Sabbath. When you take that day that you typically would worship God and you decide that what I really need is a physical rest, so I won't bother worshiping God at all on that day, I'll just have a rest. Is there something in the spirituality that we mm. need to pursue that says on that day of rest, we actually don't rest from uh, the pursuit of getting the priorities of our lives right, talking about the motivations of the heart, yes, uh, setting so up those that. cultural uh, type things that you might be uh, bringing into your family life. Mm. Enlarge on a, a little bit of that sort of thing for us. Yeah, because we talk about rest in different ways. Um, and I think the Sabbath is not meant to be laziness. Uh, it's not really meant to be just collapsing in a heap at the end of the week and doing absolutely nothing. Um, it's not meant to be self-focused um, only. Uh, it is supposed to be refreshing, but I think it is also supposed to be focused on other people and our relationships, uh, including on our relationship with God. There is a sense, isn't there, Natasha? I'm just reflecting on Isaiah 58, which is about fasting and about what you do on a Sabbath day. And really, mm. it's it's full of activity. I'm not sure how familiar you are with that, but full mm. of the sort of activity that actually invests in the lives of others and is a blessing to those in your family and your community. Yeah, if I'm thinking of the right passage, one of the things that it does is it criticizes uh, just having empty religious rituals um, and the sabbath is not supposed to be that it's supposed to give us space to worship god without worrying about um, efficiency and getting things done um, so i think that before i started practicing a sabbath um, i had that real sense of i need to be getting something done all the time and that really compromised my spiritual life because i felt as though um, if I were reading the Bible, if I were uh, praying, if I was going to church, um, that those things weren't very efficient and I needed to go home and get some work done. Um, but efficiency is actually the opposite of worship in a way. Um, and it's the opposite of 
love. Um, it's the opposite of how relationships ought to work. So if we have a day where we say actually work is off the table, then that doesn't mean that we don't work hard at our uh, families, our friendships, um, our fellowship uh, at church if we attend a church. Um, but what it means is that we don't let our sense of efficiency spill over from the rest of the week into that day because you can't treat people that way and you can't treat God that way and expect those relationships to flourish. It reminds me of the terminology that some people use for their local church when they say entering into the sanctuary. It's mm. like a, a place where you can rest, where there isn't a judgment upon you, where your efficiency is not demanded. It's just basking in the presence of Almighty God. There is a sense, isn't there, in which that is a therapeutic thing to not only ourselves physically, but also spiritually. Uh, that exactly. Uh, so certainly for me, I've found the Sabbath to be a sanctuary uh, week by week, um, especially if things during the week are quite overwhelming um, and I feel anxious about them. To know that I have this day that's set apart where those things just don't encroach makes such a difference. And it makes such a difference during the week as well, not just on that one day. It means that uh, during the week you have that thing to look forward to and it means that I'm more productive and I get more done during the week because I know that I have this day of rest coming. Um, I think if I don't have that, then I've, I feel the need to build in uh, more downtime during the week and I get very um, inefficient and I feel guilty and that kind of thing. I think um, our sense of uh, needing to be always busy and to always fill our time um, and to be always getting things done can be quite destructive Well, mental health. Fascinating talking about this issue of the Sabbath and uh, as we say not to be legalistic about the time that you actually do take to have that Sabbath uh, as in the Hebrew uh, way of doing a Sabbath day uh, but and but as Christians do uh, they take the first day of the week because that was the resurrection day and but it is an important thing not to neglect uh, that opportunity that we have to get before God to readjust priorities to talk to him and to bask in his presence, as we have been saying, at a sanctuary. And you can find Natasha's article, simply Google Recovering the Sabbath. Natasha Moore is a research fellow at the Centre for Public Christianity. The website there is www.publicchristianity.org. Natasha, great talking. Let's do this again sometime soon. Thanks, Neil. Like what you've just heard? There's more great podcasts. Or you can listen to us live at vision.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener supported. Your donation of any amount will help us continue connecting faith to life. Learn more or donate today at vision.org.au.